What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the new Mellow Mondays podcast. Thank you all for tuning in today. I'm excited to dive into this episode. Today, we are going to be talking about this kind of cliche topic of living the dream, right? Like, I, I'm not really someone to use the term living the dream in a positive way. I do sometimes, but typically... When someone says, dude, you're living the dream, my response is always, yeah, I'm living a dream. I don't know if I'm living the dream, right? And so that phrase has kind of defined a lot of my touring career so far. And I just wanted to stop and give you guys a little insight into my journey into how I began touring. And then this concept I learned years, years ago about living the dream and what that means for your career and other aspects of life. And so I just wanted to start out, yeah, by just sharing where I came from production-wise. So a lot of people don't know, I went to a small private Christian college, a school named John Brown University. It's in Salem Springs, Arkansas. And I actually have a degree in youth ministry. Somehow, I yeah, I wanted to be a youth pastor. I'm somehow now a touring LD. Um, no idea how that works, but, uh, I had no concept of what production was before college and even really through freshman year, I I didn't have any part of the AVL team at school or tech or anything like that. I was cleaning our student center as a part of a work study program. You know, you get, I think it was like eight hours a week, um, paid by the government, whatever. And so I was cleaning our student center. I needed another job. I was sick of doing that job. Like my advisors and or my bosses were really cool, but like that job just sucked. And so I need another job. My homie hit me up. He said, "Dude, you should uh you should join the tech team. Like I think it'd be a good fit for you." I had no idea what that meant. I was like, "Dude, yeah, sure. Let me go to an interview. We'll figure it out." And so I went to this interview with this girl named we called her Mo and she was a uh, she became kind of our our college mom the rest of our our college career. She she was an amazing woman. She was she was great. And so I go into this interview and she asked me, you know, basic interview questions like why do you want this job and I I came across just super awkward. Like I basically said, I don't want to clean the student center anymore. I need a work study job so I can make money. Like I had no tech background. And so I learned later on that she eventually told the guy who recommended me for the job how the interview went. He's like, no, like this guy will be great. You need to go with him, whatever. So I, I somehow got this job, right? I should not have gotten it. And I get into what production is and I start learning some things. Eventually, a couple of weeks in, they say, hey, do you want to learn lighting? I was like, sure. I, I don't really know what that means, to be honest, but I mean, that sounds cool. Let's go for it. And so I get into it and I start learning lighting design and, and everything that goes with that. And then we had some national acts come in and we got to watch them set up their light rig and I got to help and just watch these other LDs tour and come through and run shows. And I instantly was just hooked. I was like, dude, I want to do this for a living. The only problem was, one, I didn't have any concept of how that would play out or how that works. And two, I was getting a degree in youth ministry. Like, doesn't line up anywhere near the production world. 
And so I'm really fortunate to have an advisor who was willing to just work with me and pour into me and and allow me to keep going towards this goal that I wanted, even though it had nothing to do with the degree I was getting. And so like senior year, I'm doing kind of multiple internships. I still had to finish my degree in youth ministry, but we're structuring it to where I was doing tech for a church. And then I was working for the AVL crew at our school, growing and learning and pursuing this craft that I wanted to follow. And so during this time frame as well, I got hooked up with a guy named Brandon, who was like my OG mentor, who I owe a ton of my success to because he's the one who really pushed me in a non-college atmosphere. Like he worked for a real production company. He had real gear. And so we would do a lot of rentals from them. You know, it's like, oh, I, we had four movers coming. He'd show up with eight and be like, yeah, I just, I brought an extra four. We weren't going to use them on a show. I thought you could use them. So he was always kind of that guy helping you out. He would answer his phone anytime I called him, like problems with the console, problems with like certain concepts of lighting, whatever. And so a couple years pass as he uh, he's kind of mentoring me there. And eventually I graduate and it's time to figure out what you're going to do with your life, right? Like most college kids go through that struggle of, okay, I actually graduated. Now what? And I was, the plan was I was going to stay in Arkansas, work for the production company that Brandon did. Work was kind of slow. And during this time, I'd started talking to a girl who I went to school with. And she actually moved back to Kansas City, where she was from. Turns out I'm also from Kansas City. So you know how that goes. Girl you're into moves back to Kansas City. You're not really working that hard. I decided to move back to Kansas City. I was a little nervous in that I didn't have any production contacts in Kansas City. I just kind of did a spur of the spur of the moment decision, decided to move back. I found myself in Kansas City with no job. I'm super thankful for my grandpa because he uh he was my employer for the first I think 3 or 4 months I was in KC. I painted his house, I stained his deck, I stained his he has all these little fences around his garden. Like I stained all those. We did all the uh, the woodwork and windowsills um, inside, which if you've ever painted baseboards of a house, it is, oh, it's brutal. I don't wish that on anyone. And so here I am wanting to do production, but I'm uh, apparently a professional painter and just feeling that kind of pull of like, I need to get into production. And so eventually I got hooked up with this company that I ended up working for in Kansas City for, I worked for him for like three and a half years off and on. Towards the end, I was touring a little bit, but I'd still come back home and, and work for them. And one of the best crews I've ever worked with in my life. And so like, if you ever, if you're ever around me and you hear me talk about the homies, like these are the homies. Like I've got that Snapchat group to my phone, the homies, like the OG first, like really big crew that I worked with that, that instantly became family. I mean, we were working 80, 100-hour weeks. We'd go weeks without days off. We'd go months with only a couple days off. I mean, they truly were the only people you saw, and, and they were family, and they still are. And so I owe a lot of my success to them and just being able to grow and learn with this company. We did some big shows with this company. I mean, I used to design the Major League Soccer Draft, which isn't huge, but I mean, it's a pretty big show and so they had some interesting contracts and I really just had a space to grow and learn in in a somewhat safe environment 
which is cool. Um, but working 100-hour weeks gets old and you start to feel burned out. And I was starting to just feel over it, to be honest. Like I, I kind of had that thought of why am I doing production? What is What is the point of all of this? Because right now I have no life. I have no friends outside of work. My family lives 20 minutes away. I barely see them. And I'm unhappy with my life. And also, there's this, there was this dream of touring that I now feel like I'm never going to attain because I'm kind of stuck at this company. And so eventually, I'm feeling that, I'm feeling that burnt out feeling. And, and then one day, I get this opportunity to go on my first tour. And, and the opportunity actually came through a connection Brandon, the guy in Arkansas, had. And he hooked me up and said, hey, I, he was having a baby and he was supposed to go on this tour with this guy. And he's just like, dude, I don't, I don't think I can do it. Like, I think I need to be home with my wife. And I was like, dude, like, I don't ever want to take your spot. But if, if you're going to give it up, man, I, I would love to go out on the road. And so I, I went on my first tour. And I remember that first week, you know, you get into your bunk at the end of the day. Like, it's been a long day. You just had a shower. Like, you just ate some after show food. And I remember just laying down in my bunk, smiling, unable to sleep, just having that thought and feeling of like, dude, I think I made it. Like, I think I achieved this dream that I've had for so long. And so I finished the rest of that tour. And then I went back home to Kansas City. And that was kind of hard for me to do because I had just done my first tour. And then I have to come back to this company that I love but it's just not the same. It's more corporate. It's not touring. It's not the same rig every day. It's just different. You know, you're stuck. Same venues, same shop every day where tour, you wake up 30 different cities in 40 days. You know what I mean? And so I was feeling that draw towards touring, but didn't really know how I would get back to it. And so I eventually toured. I think I did two more tours um, with the same guy. And then I met this tour manager. He's actually the tour manager for Toby Mac, but he, um, really, really solid dude. One of the best dudes I, I've met. And he, uh, he seemed to say he was going to have a room opening up. He was going to let me know. Like, it was kind of like, we were both kind of talking. I was like, Hey, I think I want to move to Nashville, but I'm not really sure. You know what I mean? Like I, it's easy to say you want to do something, but then when it's like, I get that call one day. He, he called me. I think it was, we were in December. It was before I was actually going on tour with him in January, but he gave me a call and said, Hey man, do you want to move to Nashville? I was like, yeah. Like he's like, dude, I got a room. I was like, all right, let's do it. And so, you know, I talked to my family and kind of work out the details and, and the timing worked out really well. I was able to go on a tour, um, with Toby for, it's like a three month tour. And then literally, we got back in March of last year and I, I was able to move in on like one of our off weekends there. So the timing worked out perfectly. I finally had this in into touring full time and, and now I'm living in Nashville and it's, it's kind of crazy to see how kind of that act of faith of moving somewhere with the hope of you getting more work and growing and having somewhat of a life actually paid off. Like I, I live in Nashville. I sleep in my bed, I don't know, three nights a week. And the vibe of the town is so production oriented. Like you can go out on a Tuesday afternoon because people are home because that's people's weekends where we all work normal people weekends. Like we all work Thursday to Sunday. 
but now I'm able to come home and have a life and have friends outside of touring and just get to know people. And it's been awesome. All of that's been really good, but I think 2018 was a pretty tough year just in general. Um, I was going through a lot of life stuff, and I think because of that, I wasn't really excited to be on the road like I could have been or am now. And so I I was feeling kind of this, I I don't think it was burnout, but I was just, uh, I was feeling kind of down. Like I was, I wasn't really wanting to be touring. I didn't really understand why I was doing it. There were some things that were frustrating that were going on in my life. And I was trying to make sense of all of that. Like, what is the point of this? What is the point of me touring? Like I get on a bus, we go play some shows and I come home. Like who cares and why does that matter in the scope of my life? And so this concept of living the dream has been kind of heavy on my heart lately. Because I think it's easy to say we're living the dream, but feel that emptiness and confusion with what we're doing. And I thought back to this speech that one of our friends made my senior year of college. We went over to one of my friend's house. They had this assignment to gather a group of friends or people and share if if you could share one message with people these were the last words you had to speak what would you say to them and i remember this girl who uh who landed her dream job right out of college right like she wanted to work at this summer camp in colorado and she was going to do that she was going to graduate head to the camp that was her full-time gig in her mind she had made it she achieved the goal she wanted But her message was that just because you're doing what you love and you've achieved this huge goal doesn't mean that some days aren't hard and some days don't suck because they do. And that message, as simple as it is, was so freeing to me because I am such a perfectionist and and can be somewhat legalistic. Hearing someone say, it's okay that your job is rough sometimes because that's life. Like, that's a big thing for me. And that's a big theme of 2018 in the production industry. Because touring is not always easy. And there are a lot of negative aspects of touring that I think my first full year touring, like full-time touring, I had to come to terms with and understand. I think some of those things man like one like guys who tour are gone all the time yes it is awesome that we wake up in a new city every day it's 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 amazing we're hugely blessed but there is also a lot of comfort in just waking up in your own bed at home watching a little netflix you know having a normal life like it gets old sometimes being gone We work every weekend. People like to do a lot of things on the weekend. It's a little better in Nashville, but you still miss out on a lot of stuff. Like my grandma passed away last December and I was finishing up rehearsals. Luckily, I was able to come home and be with family and go to the funeral. And then I had to fly out for the tour. And I had a production manager pull me aside during rehearsals. He had found out what happened. One One of the greatest guys I know, like he... I love this guy. And he just pulled me into the green room and said, dude, like, I feel what you're going through. Like, we've all lost family members. We, we miss birthdays. We miss graduations. We miss kids' soccer games. 
you miss out on a lot of things going on at home. And, and that's kind of heavy. And people don't always see that. I think people see touring as this great thing of, dude, like, you get a tour, you get to be gone all the time, you get a party all the time. Like, that's awesome. And it is. But there are some hard things, too. And, and that's kind of what I learned in this past year. Like, we work weird hours. Time zone changes. People don't realize, like, I heard all these people complaining about daylight savings. I'm like, man, like, you guys are fine. Like, my whole life is daylight savings. We literally, I mean, especially if we're out west, we can go from, we'll go west coast time. We could go to mountain time, central, back. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're popping two hours, one hour. Anytime we go east, you lose an hour. Your sleep schedule is messed up. I don't, I don't sleep very well as it is, so I don't typically sleep very well on the bus. I don't typically sleep very well at home, and so I've been taking melatonin lately. Although I, uh, I don't, I don't know if I like melatonin. It makes me so drowsy. It makes me feel weird. But all that to say, like, yeah, we're touring, but there's some hard things. Sleeping is a big part of our job. When you don't sleep well, you don't feel well. We don't always eat the greatest. When you're on big name tours, it's a little different, and and we'll be on that this summer, so we'll be able to eat a little more healthy. But typically speaking, club tours, you just make poor decisions diet wise, and and you feel that. And then there is a lot of unnecessary stresses in our life too. I think it's little things that compound and grow when you're around the same eleven guys every day on a bus. I mean, you don't really have your own space, and so you're one living with. I mean, there's 11 guys on our bus, so I'm living with 10 roommates. Plus, trying to manage stresses of venues not providing you the gear you need, the right power, money is always an issue, trying to figure out budget and things of that nature. And so those things compound and they turn into these stresses that kind of build up and every now and then you kind of blow up, you have to apologize to people and then you move on. And so my, my point with all of this isn't like, oh man, my life is so hard because it's not. Like my job is amazing. But I think it's to shed light on some things of, man, like touring is really cool, but like keep in mind that it's hard too. And we don't just project those things. Like it's easy to project the good things on Instagram, right? Like you're not going to be like on your Instagram story all the time. Like, man, today sucked. The venue was horrible. Like, no, like you're showing the good times you had with the homies. But it's not always like that. And that speech that that girl gave in college has really been resonating with me lately because 2018 was kind of a rough year. And I've moved into 2019, and a couple of my goals have been, one, be more positive. Like, I'm a realist at heart, and so I'm not overly positive, and I definitely was a downer in 2018. And 2019 has actually been, for those people who know me, it's been a pretty big switch and transition as far as my demeanor. And a lot of that is I've had these couple moments of being reminded of how blessed I am to be touring full-time. Like, I'm not stuck at a desk nine to five every day. I get to travel the world and get paid and meet amazing people. And I'm excited for my my career right now. And, And I think it's important for me to say that out loud because I think the thing about positivity, I think it's easy to have these thoughts, but sometimes to to say it and to put it out there is a whole other thing. To say to people like, man, like, 
life is good right now. And I've got a ton of stuff I'm working on in my personal life, but career-wise, I'm really happy with where I'm at. I had one of those moments the other day. We have a shower on our bus. Typically, our artist is the only one who showers on the bus. But crew guys get a shower on the bus a lot because on Saturday night shows, we want to leave right away so we can get home as early as possible on Sunday. And so we get a shower on the bus typically Saturday nights. And I just had that moment, you know, you're in in this surprisingly nice shower, like nice shower head. Water gets really hot, nice tile, like it's it's clean. I'm taking this shower going 70 miles an hour down the road. And I just had that same smile that I had when I first started production. That feeling of, man, like, I'm touring full time. Like, this is dope. Like, this is, this is a huge blessing. And that was the first time I'd felt that in a while. And, and that was a big moment for me. And then we just played a festival a couple weeks ago. Um, we were in Florida. It's been really cold in Nashville. And so we were in Florida. I had the shorts on, like everybody's just in a good mood. Like the sun is out, really good crowd. And it, I remember walking into the green room and talking to a couple of the crew guys, just like, dude, like we get paid to do this. Like the, the festival itself was incredibly disorganized. There was a lot of bad parts of our day, but like generally speaking, we had eight tours come together. We made this show happen. And I got paid to run lights for like 10,000 people. That's crazy to say. It's crazy thinking about my story going from small private Christian college, wanting to be a youth pastor, to now touring LD full time. That's crazy. Like that's that's really exciting for me. And I haven't felt that in a really long time. And I think the point of all of this is that I want to be an encouragement to you all. Like, I, I don't know where you're at in your life. I don't know whether you're feeling the blessing of your career or if you're kind of in my 2018 year, you're just feeling kind of down about everything. And so I, I want this to be an encouragement to you that if you're feeling down, it's okay, number one. And number two, I get it. Like, I think I think we have this stigma that we get down on ourselves or we get frustrated. We just kind of have an off year and we feel really isolated and alone. But like the reality is we've all been there. We all get that. You know what I mean? And I, I think we're just scared to talk about it sometimes. And then maybe you're on the other side of things. Like you're just feeling truly blessed about where you're at. Like, man, hold on to that feeling. Share that feeling with people. Because I think we don't really live in a society that's real anymore. Like we, we portray ourselves in a certain way on Instagram, social media, whatever. And I'm super guilty of this. But my hope is that through this honest, real conversation, someone can be encouraged by where you're at and what stage of life you're in. Um, life can be hard, but life is good. And I, uh, I'm feeling that this year. Like we're taking a lot of steps in my personal life right now. Like I'm doing a lot of growth, a lot of things I'm learning from and, uh, and working on. But for the first time in a long time, I'm really stoked on my career and uh, I'm stoked on touring. Like it's been a good vibe lately. And so I hope, I hope that can be encouraging to you all. I really appreciate you guys tuning in again this week. Please let me know 
what I could be doing differently, what I could be growing on, things that you think I'm doing well in this podcast. I, I want to continue to grow and get better. Please give me that feedback. Um, also, if you're if you're struggling or you're feeling this blessing of your career, let me know. Like I would love to have a conversation with you just about that and hear your side of it and things that you're learning because I, I want to continually learn and grow from that as well. And so stay tuned for next week. We're going to have a fun interview with, uh, with my sister and, uh, and her husband, my, uh, my new brother, which is dope. So I have a brother, which is pretty awesome now. And, uh, yeah, we have an exciting interview talking about newly, newly being married, just graduating school, going back into the workforce, blind cats. It should be a great episode. Thank you guys again. I appreciate you guys. This has been another episode of Mellow Mondays. Mellow Mondays.